Hey, what's up, everybody? We got a new year, new album artwork. Hope you guys all enjoy that. Shout out Big Will for creating that for us. Um, we don't really stick to any sort of a script on this pod at all. We're just kind of bullshitting about movies and football. So I hope you guys enjoy this really weird week 17 that we had all kinds of crazy shit going down. So enjoy this week, uh, episode 49 of the PBR Sports Pod. to bed especially on football nowadays they parted ways but still talk once a week so thanks for stopping in just to listen to us speak pat and beef and russ discuss who's real and who's a fraud it's the pbr sports pod Here we are, the second year, year two of the PBR Sports Pod. Um, what's up, fellas? Happy New Year! How'd, every, how'd, how'd everything go? Happy fucking New Year! We didn't record last week because uh, that was on me, actually, for one of one of the rare times. But it feels like I just talked to you guys, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. big time new New Year, uh, New Year, New Me is every year, so. Started off the year with a minor illness, not a big deal. I highly doubt I sound nasally at all. So, uh, yeah, I highly, I very yeah. highly, highly, highly doubt it. Um, <laughs> Do you guys have any uh, fucking resolutions or any kind of gay shit you're doing this year? Oh, I've always got, I've always got a ton of them. Well, my my resolution last year was this podcast. So th- this podcast is the product of a New Year's resolution. Yeah, but like, are you guys making any major life changes? I, I'm in the camp of that shit's fucking dumb. I wouldn't say major life changes. I would say that I, I've been doing this for the last couple of years, but I'm pretty serious about it this year. This is the year of the dunk. <laughs> I'm going to dunk this year. I'm going to dunk this year. I got so close. I got, I got really, Pat can attest to this. I got really close in 2019. And then I had, and then I had the nightclub incident that set me back. And then. <laughs> <laughs> And That's then, right. I forgot about the nightclub incident. Yeah, also in Arizona. It's hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> slight ACL sprain on the dance floor. It's hard <laughs> to expect that in your training. Yeah. Um, you know, trying to dunk is how Tom Segura, like, crippled himself. It makes me nervous. Honestly, I, when I saw that video last year, it actually, like, that scares me that, that something like that I mean, could happen. That video shows that Tom Segura is one of the least coordinated people on the planet. I've no well, what's what fucked up is he actually did dunk a couple times before that, and he like got it. Really? Well, he he was yeah, doing it. Was it on, like, the third one. Well, they were working their way up, so like he he was dunking all the way up to like nine feet, I think, and then I think it was when they put it at nine and a half that that, that that's when that shit happened. Yeah, his body completely betrayed him in the middle of the air. Yeah, now that I say that, I did like break my back one time when I was trying to dunk. I remember that. I couldn't walk for like a week. Yeah, Pat went fully horizontal, about eight feet in the air, and then just landed on his on his tailbone. Oh, <laughs> touched the rim like you read about, though. He did. I'll give you that. He did touch the rim. Um, it might be the year of the marathon for me. 
I've uh, tentatively said that. Last time when I was training for one, uh, it was canceled abruptly. So I think this is going to be a year of the marathon. Okay. Fuck yeah. Didn't you That's do, a, I was going to say, yeah, didn't you do like a half marathon or doesn't your family do the whole like 5K half marathon thing like on holidays? No. Nah. Well, I did a half marathon, but we don't do that. But I was training for a marathon when COVID happened and all the gyms were closed. So I was like, all right, I'm just going to fucking run a shit ton. And I committed to it at that time, but then the marathon was canceled. Like when I it, when I was doing my training up for it, so now I'm like, all right, I, I committed to it at one point. I have to do it now. Mm-hmm. Damn, that's gonna suck in Wisconsin. You get like a solid. Dude, like, we should all we should all come up with something physical that we're gonna do this year. Yeah, I, I literally just said I'm gonna dunk. Yeah, a dunk though isn't okay. I guess that's fair, dude. There's a lot of training. There's a lot of training that goes in, into that. That's not just like you just jump up and is down there? a bunch. Yeah, dude, you got to lose weight. Like that's all there is to it. You got to lose jumping. weight. You got to weight train for it. You're, there's there's certain there's a technique to it. You don't just you don't just start. You, you don't think just jump. That John Morant ever did any of that, dude? Yeah, like if you talk to I've like all right, no. this is gonna sound this is gonna sound big dumb, but like I've talked to guys in the gym like playing basketball and stuff that like, can dunk and ask them like. Hey, like, were you just able to dunk one day? And they're like, no, like, you have to, like, work at it. Like, you don't just dunk. Unless if you're, like, 6'6 and, like, insanely athletic. Like, remember uh, remember Andrew from Warrior Scholar? Yeah, I was able to dunk. Yeah, but he he said the same thing. Like, White he, guy? Yeah. Yeah. He was also like six five or some yeah. shit. He also oh, okay. I mean, he yeah. well, he he also he, he was also D one. <laughs> like I was gonna say he was also a D one basketball player. So <laughs> there's that. Okay. Yeah. All right, dude. Well, I'm gonna put. You know what? All right, I'm gonna get in. So Pat's gonna run a marathon. Yeah. Russ, you're gonna dunk a basketball. I'm going to squat over 500 pounds by the end of the year. At I'm one time. Go. That's a big number. Yeah, at once, yeah. Okay. Let's go. You, you, gotta right. be, you gotta be pretty close already, right? Four something? I don't do max checks anymore. But I was working out with the, my buddy. Nick was in town today, guest on the pod, Nick. And we ended up having to work in with this cat. And um, he was like, what? He was like setting the weights. And I was like, look, man, I'm, I was like, you're letting us work in. I'll just copy what your sets are doing. I'll just follow you. And I was banging 350 for like sets eight he's like what's your max i was like i don't know i don't really max he's like you should find out because his goal he's trying to hit six that's a lot of fucking weight yeah yeah but he, i mean he was throwing 350 for 10 like it was nothing yeah. so i was like yeah dude you're gonna get it um yeah, yeah. yeah. all right Next your... unit. <clears throat> um, the other part of my goal is to uh maintain like thousand pound club while still in, like training I'm not sure how possible that's going to be, though. <laughs> yeah, I remember. Uh, yeah. So this is this is going to be a, a good transition. But um, I remember when we were on deployment. Remember, everyone was doing like the the thousand pound club stuff at Suda Bay. Yeah. Alex went in and he did like he. I I don't remember I don't remember what he benched, but I remember he he deadlifted like like four oh five something easy like that, and then he benched like three fifteen. I don't remember what the actual numbers were. I just remember that like. For his for his squat, he like he just like he, he threw like some like minuscule weight up and just like did it real quick, and it was like it was like comically easy for like the his last thing that he had to do. Oh, just so that he equaled at that. Wait, so is that the thousand that it's just those three lifts? 
Yeah. Yeah. What is it? It's bench, okay. deadlift, and squat. Yeah. If you can, like, okay. deadlift, like, 405 squat, like, 315 or 350, it's pretty easy. Yeah. But we did get – so I alluded to this a while back, and uh, we had some unfortunate events happen uh, with, you know, some folks that we know. I'm talking about oh, – some folks we know. I'm talking about Big Will. I'm talking about Alex. Uh, I told you guys that he was working on a little something, something for us. Um, and if you're listening to this, you know exactly what I'm talking about because you clicked on it and you saw it already. Guys, we got our new album artwork for the podcast. Oh, let's go. You guys ready for this? Yeah, I need that in my life. <laughs> oh, I like that. I like that. Yeah, that's solid. Yeah. That's a solid. I got a text, I got a text from him earlier, earlier this week. Saying, uh, he said, I, I, I messaged you on Facebook. And I was like, that's a weird text to get. I'm like, well, and just tell me whatever you're going to tell me. So I hop on Facebook and I see that and like my jaw hit the floor. And I was just like, get the fuck out of here. Uh, thank you. Thank you, Big Will, for doing my jawline such a favor. I mean, I look like Dan Bilzerian. Yeah, also, also, it definitely <laughs> looks like Pat's got a fat, fat dip in. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I'd say it's somewhat accurate pick. I mean, I have a very square head. I'm willing to admit that. Um, yeah. And then he was also that going was, for the fact that when you're laughing, your eyes become like non-existent when you laugh. That is true. I I didn't realize that until recently. It was pointed out to me by someone. I was like, yeah, I mean, that's what happens when I laugh. I don't know what you want me to do about it. Yeah, don't let him get you down, bud. It's funny. Yeah. Um, I can stay completely fine while laughing, so I don't think it's a problem at all. Um, what else? What that else is, happened? I over- I'm 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 very excited about that. That's very tight. So we uh we usually talk about movies and stuff, and I don't go to a lot of movies and theaters, but uh, do there's you know when when a certain Iowa Mount Rushmore goat gets a movie made about him, everybody in the state flocks to the movie theaters for it. Boo. No boo, dude. I I, 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 I enjoyed it. Did you know either? Do you want to do you want to get into this movie at all? Or? Yeah, I was going to give you guys a little the little dossier of it. <laughs> first of all, first of all, I don't really have to. Like, you guys already like you guys have already seen this movie. Yeah, I assumed it was going to be incredibly corny. It is it is pretty yeah. corny and like the acting is not great, but I went I went into this movie with like about the lowest expectation possible. I was basically just going in here just to like get my Iowa dick hard for for an afternoon, and it far exceeded my. Well, Zachary Levi does not look like Kurt Warner. First off, I mean, come he on, though. What are you gonna do? It's there's when you're making like a big movie like that, like the. For, wait, you you know you who the guy, guy that looks like fucking Kurt Warner. Yeah, but he looks enough. Yeah, the guy not even throw a football, too. He doesn't know how to throw a football. I mean, that's possible. I mean, like, this is going to sound crazy, but, like, most of the movie is him not throwing a football. Yeah, imagine that. Yeah. Most of the movie – I mean, it's it's exactly it's exactly what you what you think it's going to be. It's it, it shows the story of, like, you know, the hardships, the the, uh, the unlikely it's, – it, it, it's called American Underdog. Like, the whole point of the movie is, like, him overcoming all, all the bullshit and all the everything – to become the Super Bowl MVP, like something that there's been what fi- there's been like fifty, like forty five maybe Super Bowl MVPs ever. 
if I were to compare it to, I don't know, just picking a totally random football movie here, like Rudy, for example, <laughs> uh, would you say better or worse? It's all right. So here's the thing about it: is that if you're it, not it, even sure, you have pause. So you no, just no. Let me. If it's not, if you're not even sure if it's better than Rudy, it's a bad movie. Well, we've already established on this podcast before: all sports movies are bad. Outside of Remember the Titans and Miracle, basically every sports movie Warrior. sucks. Or Warrior. Well, yeah, all the martial arts ones are good. Yeah. Yeah, except for Never Back Down, which is also about an an Iowa kid. Yeah. Um. But yeah, all sports and movies. And Varsity Blues, I, I like. But you, you, you said the other day that you thought Varsity Blues isn't really a football movie. I, it, it, I disagree. It's just a high, it's 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 a high school movie. It's not really about football. It's just about it's about high school. Yeah, they're on the football team. Uh, yeah, I do. I do fuck with Varsity Blues though. But to reel things back in here to answer your question, it basically, I, I would say that it's kind of like if Rudy was a true story. Oh, That's okay. Awesome. It's it'd be no, like it'd be like if like what happened in Rudy didn't actually happen. This actually happened, right. and everything in the movie okay. actually happened. Yeah. All right, that makes sense. It's also Would you rather be the Super Bowl MVP or get carried off the field by your teammates. I'd rather be the Super Bowl MVP. Isn't doesn't that normally happen if you become the Super Bowl MVP? Hey Russ. Hey Russ. Would you rather be the most valuable player in the biggest sporting event in sports, or be a guy on a team that's so bad that <laughs> other players have to literally threaten to quit so that you get to touch the grass? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Good call. Also, yeah, what what NFL team drafted Rudy? I forget. He was drafted back to the steel mill. That's where his heart belongs. <laughs> If he wanted it bad enough, he could he could have made it happen. Kurt Warner show, showed us that he wasn't the most talented guy. Yeah, and Kurt Warner had it soft, man. Working at a grocery store, Rudy was out here in the mines, dude. Yeah, that's true. I didn't see him operating a steel mill at all. That's a good point. Yeah. You, you do you, you do you do make a good point. Um, How would Kurt Warner have done if the guy bagging his groceries had tragically died in the line of duty? <laughs> <laughs> Um, a couple other takeaways from the movie. Um, for some reason, I don't know why they did this, but they like depict everyone in Iowa with like a slight Southern accent. And I didn't really understand that one at all. Like <laughs> every single Iowan in the movie, like talks like they're like kind of from the South. That is odd. Yeah. It was Although, super- standard depiction of someone who's not from a major city. Mm, yeah, that's, that's actually accurate, that's actually yeah. a good point, Pat. That's a, that's because like if you're watching that, if you're from fucking, if you're from fucking Virginia, and you see if you're from like, I don't know, yeah, just anywhere on the East Coast, and you see that, you just assume that everybody that doesn't live like in a big city just talks like that. Yeah, yeah. Oh, every major yeah. motion picture that doesn't take place in L.A., Chicago, or New York, they all sound like they live in Lexington, Kentucky. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, there, there, there was some cool things that, like they, they depict, uh, you know, through because you know he like he played for the Packers for like for like he he had a cup of coffee with the Packers, and then like goes through some other organizations. A lot of it, ta- a lot of it, the movie takes place when he was playing arena ball for the Barnstormers. So just seeing like all the stuff in Des Moines and everything, it really got my Iowa dick hard. Um, and then one thing I thought was super cool was at the end of the movie. 
so like the the end of the movie is basically his first start with the against the ravens uh the week one of the greatest show on turf and they do a really cool job of like going back and forth between like the footage that they shot and the actual footage from the game i do like that i like that concept a lot like they'll show that this movie will be consent like do you think this will ever be watched like 10 years from now by people outside of iowa probably not okay because i'm confident like people are seeing rudy for the first time still or people are showing us their kids if this movie first i mean if this first of all disney made rudy so they they have that rudy's a disney movie isn't it i don't think it is Hmm. i'll have to fact check myself on that i just think notre dame people are addicted to just things being the same forever so like you know your kids will be catholic they'll they'll cheer for notre dame they'll watch rudy They'll also work on the steel mill. You know, it's <laughs> the steel mill shut down now. But yeah. And once again, I'll yeah, I'll whatever. circle I'll circle back to this point. It's easier to to make things resonate with people when you do it like purely out of like, we're just gonna make a dramatic movie that isn't real. We're just gonna make up this story about this guy who this guy that existed, but we're just gonna make up all the other shit. Whereas this movie is it actually happened. Well, you know what you should have gone and seen? I went to the theaters this week also. Mm. And a movie that is about stuff that isn't real, but elicited an actual real emotional response from me. Um, Have you guys seen the new Spider-Man? I haven't seen Spider-Man since Tobey Maguire. Yeah, I also... Are you aware of, like, how this movie, like, what the deal is with this movie? I've Um, heard it's pretty good. No. Okay, well, I'm not going to give – this isn't even a spoiler at this point because anybody that's seen any of the trailers um, or has been following this even kind of, which they, I just realized you two probably have no fucking idea what I'm talking about. Are they family? the whole world. Are they family? Um, this this movie does like multiverse shit. So Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield's Spider-Mans are also in this movie. Oh, shit. Oh, okay. And uh, Like the actors are in it? Like Tobey Maguire's in it? Yeah, they're all the spider. It's a multiverse. It's sort of like into the Spider Verse. So you get old the the, the Spider Men you grew up with, and then current Spider Man, and they have a bunch of spider moments together, and uh, chaos ensues with old villains from the old movies and new. And it's just oh, big recommend. It's good. It's corny and it's got the Disney flavor. A little more jokes than I would appreciate personally, but. I'm in the minority there. Um, but yeah, it was, I mean, come on, dude. Seeing like, so Toby, Toby Maguire, Spider-Man teaching the new Spider-Man about like things he's learned being Spider-Man. And, hey, I don't know. It was fucking tight. I can't believe I'm selling this movie to you guys. It's literally like, it's the most popular thing happening right now. Like everybody's fucking seen it. I don't need to sell it to you too. Fuck you. But it, <laughs> it's, it was, how, a good how, is there, how is there multiple Spider-Man if there, only one of them got bit by the spider? There's multiple no, spiders. It's a multiverse thing. So, like, timelines get crossed up, and a series of events happens that brings Spider-Man from other universes into Tom Holland's, you know, the, the Marvel universe that we're seeing in all these current movies. That makes sense. It doesn't, but it does. I get, I get what you're saying. Yeah. Seth. Yeah. It was cool, though. It was cool. 
I'll be honest, I probably won't watch it. Yeah, me neither. That is so great. <laughs> I mean, like, literally everybody's watching this fucking movie. <laughs> um, I was going to watch the new Matrix, but I've, I've heard some bad reviews, so I'm no longer going to watch that. Dude, I heard that the plot of the new Matrix is that, like, Keanu, in this new movie, it's like, in their world, the Matrix was just a movie, and he was just the actor. And then the reveal no is like, it's real. <laughs> that sounds incredibly stupid. Are you fucking kidding? I heard it's a pile no of way. shit. <laughs> oh, speaking of pile of shits, I did watch another um, uh, that that one that's like really popular on Netflix right now, uh, The Unforgivable with Sandra Bullock. Oh, oh yeah, yeah that I like Sandra. She's a good actress. See, I think that she's fooling everybody. I think that she's made a lot more shitty movies than she has good movies. I agreed, had this take. Agreed. I, I, like had, I had this take with Lauren, when, when, like before we watched it. I was like, I was a little weary to watch it because I was like, Sandra Bullock, like big name, had some big, big bangers like Speed, Miss Congeniality, like some bangers when she was younger. But like, she hasn't really made any good movies in the last like fifteen years, basically. I don't think those are good movies either. I don't think she's ever made good movies. No, the come net? on, dude. Speed's good. The net? Are you kidding me? Wait, what? What is the net? The net. I'm pretty sure that's what it's called. I've never heard of that. I've never heard of that either. Phenomenal movie. But like Bird Box? <laughs> Gravity? Yeah, I liked Bird Box. Yeah. Honestly, I really no shit way. on that. I kind of liked it. Dude, you should go watch that again. Well, I watched it in um, the... I watched it in CSMC when you guys were all at the Christmas party. She went through, she went through a phase where like it was just her just like just like yelling a lot, but like not like at anybody. Just like like. Oh. I watched that. What? I watched Bird Box on the same night that uh, the double doink happened with the Bears in the playoffs. <laughs> I was flying somewhere and I watched on the plane. That's really funny because I also watched Bird Box on a plane. Right. <laughs> yeah. I was flying it's from I was flying from or, Orlando to Chicago, which is funny because the double doink happened in Chicago. <laughs> yeah, I was in Chicago at the airport when it happened. It was great. I can only imagine that that was around like holiday stand down time, and that's why both of us were traveling to Chicago. Yeah, I'd say that's probably accurate. Yeah, that's when it, that's when it went. It got super popular. That's again, I I had duty during the Christmas party for the Way City, so I was. I mean, you know, you guys know how CSMC watches. You just watch Netflix the whole time. So I, uh, I actually had to watch. I got to watch it twice because I was watching it, and Kenzie comes walking in. He's like, "What are you watching?" It's like, Bird Box. He goes, "Oh man, I'd like to watch it." And I was like, "Fuck it, dude! I have twelve hours of this shit. I'll just start it over." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, if you watch it twice, it's hard to say that your take about it being bad is or good is wrong. Yeah, also, if you watched it sober, I imagined it was like bro movie night and you guys were all just like hammered and high or whatever. And that's how it happened, but apparently not. No, I watched a bunch of movies. I mean, again, CSMC watch, guys. Come on. Netflix works in there. Uh, oddly, I didn't I didn't really plan for this at first, but it just kind of happened. I ended up watching like uh, like 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 several Cameron Diaz movies over over the last few days. That's solid. That's a good call, dude. One of the most, dude. One one that we've totally, or at least that I totally forgot about. That is like underrated, like very fucking funny movie, dude. Bad Teacher goes hard. 
Dude, I saw that for the first time last month. Bad Teacher is funny. Bad Teacher is fucking hilarious. Dude, Justin Timberlake in that movie is one of the funniest characters I've ever seen. He's such a chode in that movie. Yeah. <laughs> she, um, her character in that movie, it's, it's, it's hard not to root for how shitty she is. And it's just, you just keep rooting for it the whole time. I mean, she is a massive piece of shit. Yeah, and she's very, a very authentic, massive piece of shit. Yeah, it is awesome. No, that movie's good. Um, yeah, that's all I really got non non sports stuff. Yeah, we're pushing the hours here. We need, we should probably uh, uh, do our I, job. I do have a couple. I do have a couple of college notes here before before we get into NFL talk. Um, sure. So obviously, we had bowl season and everything. Bowl season for the most part every year is pretty underwhelming, especially with the amount of bowls. I'm, I'll never, I'll never like be mad about how many bowls there are. I love football. I love watching football. So the more bowls, the better. But did you guys see the end of the like before I get into the college football playoff and the New Year's Six stuff? Did you guys see the end of that Music City Bowl between Purdue and Tennessee? Absolutely not. There's a lot of really fucking did, pissed off Tennessee fans. A lot of really pissed off Tennessee fans. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, there was that. Uh... Yeah, that was horrible, actually. That was horrible. I feel, I actually feel yeah. bad for Tennessee fans. Like, yeah. <laughs> that, that sucks, dude. So, beef. If you didn't see it, they they called um, they called it. So Tennessee was still kind of moving the pile, and they called forward progress on like the six inch line before yeah. before the guy ex- extended the ball to score the touchdown. It was on a fourth down, so the ball got turned over to Purdue with like a couple seconds left. Dude, it was total horseshit, and everyone's saying like. Oh, he was stopped. It was forward progress. Blah 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 blah. On the drive, on the drive before that, though, the a Purdue tight end like got wrapped up, got spun around. It was like clear, like forward progress had been stopped. So the Tennessee players all like let up because today's day and age of football, you're always you're taught to like you know you don't want to get that stupid 15 yard penalty, whatever, whatever. And they just like kind of let him go, and the Purdue player just keeps running. I guess the whistle was never blown. Purdue player ends up trucking through a couple guys to get get to the end zone. So it was like they didn't yeah. call forward progress on that play, but then they called it on the goal line to fuck over Tennessee. Yeah, yeah somebody had money on that game. Uh, yeah, I actually like watching it. I thought like, yeah, these refs have something on the game because they also there's a penalty on like Purdue or Tennessee, or, or there's a penalty on Purdue that would have gave Tennessee a first down. And then they like threw a flag late, so the penalties offset on that same play at the end. It was ridiculous. Yeah, it was, it was highly bad. suspect, highly suspect yeah, officiating in that suspect. in that game. And then, uh, I mean, you guys saw the Rose Bowl, right? I know Pat. Pat, I know you did. Yeah, it was a great game. Uh, CJ Stroud's wagon, Ohio State national champions next year, most uh, likely. Well, I don't know. I, uh. Also, I want to make a real quick, way too early prediction for Wisconsin season next year. They're going to be highly ranked in the preseason because they like almost all their teams coming back. And then they're going to go on a major run, maybe break like the top six in rankings. And they're going to lose to like fucking Illinois or some shit, but pro- probably Northwestern. And then uh, they're going to drop down the rankings. I mean, it's just classic. I was going to say, gonna dude, that's the most, that's the most room temperature. That's the most room temperature take you could possibly have. <laughs> yeah. You just described, I mean, any given Wisconsin season. Yeah, pretty much. It's just really frustrating. And then as far – I mean, I know the, the whole country is super stoked to see Georgia and Alabama in the national championship game, you know. It's just nice to see two two programs, you know, fight their way to the top like that against all, against all odds. Yeah. So. No one can tell me otherwise that the SEC championship game was not rigged. 
Oh, to get just to get both of them in. I don't think it was yeah. rigged. I think Alabama really is that good. Um, I think Georgia's going to smoke Alabama. They're favored, man. I think they're going to. Fa- I said this a few weeks ago. I think they're going to choke because they invested too many points in. Like the Braves won the World Series, so Georgia can't win anything for the next decade. I don't know, dude. This Georgia team is really good. I'm under the impression that you can. I, I, you can... I agree. I think they're better than Alabama. I think they're just going to choke on a fat cock. I, I I just look at it like the only way that you can beat a Nick Saban Alabama team is if you do it like in the middle of the season where they only have like a, a, a finite amount of time to, pre- to prepare. I feel like if you give Nick Saban any more than one week to prepare for a game, he's going to beat the fuck out of you. Yeah. Unless if you have like Deshaun Watson as your quarterback. <laughs> or Joe Burrow. Yeah. Wait, did you, I don't think Joe Burrow beat Alabama ever. Regular season, LSU, Alabama. Oh uh, yeah, good call, good call. Yeah, when you have when you have J- Jalen Waddle and uh, not sorry, not Jalen Waddle, uh, Jamar Chase Jamar and Chase, Justin yeah. Je- Justin Jefferson and Clyde edwards hilaire Yeah, Patrick Quinn. Yeah. That was clearly the best college football team of all time. Oh yeah, and Coach O, dude, that was the perfect. Yeah. That was the perfect team. Um. Yeah. But yeah, back to that Rose Bowl game, really quick. Yeah, that game was unbelievable. Beef, did you watch any of that? No, I was working. It was basically like the there was there was a, a, a stretch in the second quarter where I think there was like a touchdown scored like every thirty seconds for like five minutes. Yeah, it was crazy. I was really big about the game. I thought it was a really good game until that uh, quarterback for the Utes got hurt. He basically got like destroyed. He was oh, passed yeah. out on the field. At that point, it was clear that Ohio State was going to win. I mean, that guy was playing out of his mind. Yeah, I don't remember what the final was. I saw that Buckeyes ended up winning, but it was pretty. It was it was a damn good game. Yeah. And then, uh, I mean, the Hawkeyes, classic fucking Hawkeyes. You had a chance to they they got. Did you did you see that game at all, Pat? Uh, I think I watched some of it. It was so fucking frustrating to watch. Spencer Petrus is just like the worst. Like the Hawkeyes are a good team, but it goes to show you like you have to have a quarterback to like compete at all. It doesn't matter how good your team is. And Spencer Petras no, is just play. so fucking bad that he, he he threw the most like just like the most ridiculously bad interception to end to end the game. It was just it was so bad that I was just sitting there thinking like where's the flag? Like there has to be a flag. Something had to have gone wrong for him to throw that bad of, of an interception. The so Jack Cohn, former Wisconsin quarterback, now in Notre Dame, threw for like 500 yards, and then the Badgers won their bowl game in a fashion that is going to make them higher ranked in the preseason mm. because they beat Herm Edwards, Ohio, or Arizona State yeah. guys. And uh, they just kind of – it was a really boring game, but they just kind of dominated the entire game. But it's going to cause – I think if I'm going to go preseason ranking for the Wisconsin Badgers next year, my, I'm going to go number 11. Okay. Okay. 11. Yeah. Yeah, all right. Let's get to some NFL. I've seen strange – and we're back. Let's talk about some NFL here, fellas. Um, so tonight we've got it's week 17. Normally this would be the last week. We'd be going into Super Wild Card Weekend next weekend. But uh, due to the schedule changes, we've got one more week. I know, I know two-thirds of this pod is all about that. I know, Pat, you're, you're anti-football. So Well, apparently the whole NFL is anti the season being longer because they revolted this week and just said, oh, yeah, you're going to make us play an extra week? 
but we're about to just get we're just gonna just have just straight mayhem. Yeah, weird shit is gonna in, ensue. Pat, I don't were, even know what just happened. Pat, you were about to say something? Yeah, so the Packers didn't even need sixteen weeks to clinch the one seed, so why why are we even playing sixteen weeks or sixteen games? There you go. And they, what's crazy is they lost they when they lost week one, I was just thinking like no way. Do you the, yeah, I mean before we get into any particular game, if we're just looking at everything, just the playoff picture from like a macro view, right? Like there's no team in the NFC that like you're more confident in than the Packers, right? No, obviously not. I mean, so many of my takes have came to fruition this year. It's almost unbelievable. If you were to pick one the thing though, the pack hat is phenomenal. Is there anything with the pack? Cause there's only one thing I can think with the Packers that has me a little bit nervous. Yeah, I think you might. Leave, I, I think yeah. you might. Yeah. No, 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 no. Not, not the the whole NFC Championship game thing. Just like on field, like the way they've been looking the last like month or so. Well, I mean, clearly the special teams have had some major problems uh, throughout the year. Um, our O line is banged up. We need. I don't. There's a chance Batiari is not coming back at all this year, which is not good. Um, Jair is activated off, or he's off the IR. IR, but they haven't like activated him to the active roster. Isn't he on the, the COVID Gires list now? Active, no, he's not What's on the up? COVID list. Are you sure? I'm oh, actually, yeah, I think you're right, Beef. I think they did put him on the COVID list, but I don't think they're yeah, going to. The whole goddamn NFL is on the COVID list. <laughs> dude, dude yeah. Jair literally did the thing that, like, you know, everyone think, like, everyone talks about doing, like, after like a big long vacation. Like, fuck, I don't want to go back to work. Like, let me just tell him I have COVID. <laughs> No, I don't think he was ever going to be activated. I think, yeah. But uh, honestly, Jair being out the entire year basically has actually been pretty good for the pack because Rasul Douglas never would have – they never would have signed Rasul Douglas. He never would have shined. So that never would have happened if Jair was healthy. Did they, sign, did they sign him for multiple years? I don't know. I don't think so. I'm sure they will in the offseason if they have the cap. I mean, I think they're going to go out there and uh, franchise tag Devontae and sign A-Rod. So I'm not sure how much cap they're going to have. But mm-hmm. uh, Yeah, I mean, I mean, I mean, on the defensive side of the ball, right, like you want to be deep at cornerback. Like you can never have enough good cornerbacks. And yeah, then exactly. pass rushers too. You, you want to be deep at pass rusher and corner. So, I'm, I, yeah, yeah I, I would totally co-sign on the idea of – even knowing that he might be a backup, signing Russell Douglas. Yeah, for sure. Because Kevin King, they just re-signed him for a one-year deal. And then That's odd. They got Jair for a few more years. Well, they just signed him for this this year just to have like some bodies. Because, I mean, Kevin King, obviously he's not a top corner in the league, but he's serviceable. He's a decent quarterback. I'd take him. I'd take him. Yeah, he's decent. I mean, he's not terrible. Yeah. Um, where was I going with this? Oh yeah, just overall landscape of the NFC, right? Because the Bucks are the Bucks are reeling right now. They're super injured. They're incredibly banged up. They just yeah. lost Antonio Brown. <laughs> yeah, that was wild. Well, for now, well, I you mean, know what's crazy, dude, is even with everything Bruce Arians said, I got an alert as we started recording that they haven't officially released him yet. Yeah, dude. <laughs> they, There's no way he plays another snap for the Buccaneers. No, <laughs> but I think legally they're trying to figure out like what they got to do to release. Oh him. yeah, see like. Not pay him. Well, so what was interesting was, and for anybody that didn't pay attention this week, um, in the middle of a drive, <laughs> in the middle of an offensive drive, 
Antonio Brown <coughs> reportedly pulled himself out of the game, um, got into a spat with Mike Evans, who was trying to convince him not to do normal Antonio things, uh, took his shoulder pads and threw them, just straight yeeted them at the bench, then <laughs> ripped off his shirt and his gloves and skipped his way out of the stadium, uh, high-fived a couple fans and a security guard, and then hopped in. Did you guys see the video of him in the Uber? Yeah, yeah, I saw that. Ridiculous video. The Uber driver, that that was so funny. The Uber driver yeah, man, we out here in New York City, bro. We're about to go viral. Tell him, hey, Bizzle. And then you see Antonio Brown in the back seat. Yo, he's still in New York, by the way. I mean, yeah. yeah, He went viral again today doing a cameo for some guy that's a Pittsburgh (laughs) fan. And he was like, yeah, man. Listen, I and he was he makes no when Antonio Brown speaks, he makes no sense. He was talking to some Pittsburgh fan about Big Ben because supposedly right now Big Ben is playing his, you know, last ever game for the Steelers. But he goes, uh, yeah, listen, Ben Rothberger, you know what I'm saying? I wouldn't uh I wouldn't count him out, you know, I wouldn't tip my hat to that just yet. You know, I'm saying he got a lot of football left in him, so you know Keep strong and keep warm. Keep warm, strongs and, and thoughts for uh, Ben <laughs> Rothberger. You know what I'm saying? I don't think he's done. And uh, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, it was just like Antonio Brown is a is an insane person. Yeah, like, so, we've known this. We've known this for a while. So there's a lot to. Uh, yeah, we could do the whole timeline thing just like we did with Urban Meyer last pod. Um, there's a lot to unpack with what you just said, though. I don't even know where to go here. Like to go with because I, I kind of want to talk about touch on Big Ben because this is the whole this is the jerk off Big Ben night Monday Night Football last game at Heinz Field. But I could definitely see I can definitely see Big Ben being like, Nah, you know what? You know what this city needs? This city needs one Me. more year. One more year. <laughs> I can't let these. Well, I want to get to that too. But let's get okay. Antonio Brown. Um, it, the, the original report was that he was benched so that he wouldn't get his incentive pay, and now it's not looking like that's the case. And it doesn't really make sense with there being the whole the other half of that game that they were losing, by the way, to the Jets, and then another week. But he was five catches, 88 yards, and a touchdown away from a cool million-dollar incentive bonus. Um, and now he's essentially, what, like, unhirable? Like, can he ever – can he ever play in the NFL ever again? Yeah, he totally could, dude. It's AB. Like, no way, dude. I do not think he. Plays I don't think so, man. I don't think so. I don't think he can. Yeah, I think he's done. I think, I think that this was like ten years ago, maybe fifteen years ago. He would have another shot at playing, but dude, at this point, I don't he, think he's playing again. I he ripped his uniform off in the yeah. middle of an offensive drive and skipped out yeah. of the stadium shirtless. That's never. Nothing like this has ever happened. There's also the crazy thing is that like for like 99% of football players, especially professional football players ever, that is very true. But you guys are forgetting a, a massive thing here. Antonio Brown is insanely fucking good. And yeah, NFL teams at a drop of a hat will ignore all of that. They'll ignore every red toxic flag in the book to win to, to, to have production on a football field. And AB has done nothing but produce anywhere he's ever – every time he's ever stepped foot on a football field. Dude, how many bad – like ripped his pads off and threw – in the middle of a drive, dude. He pulled himself out of the game. You can't 
I, I'm, he can't, dude. He can't play. I know exactly why Russ has this take because the only place AB could possibly ever sign would be in Kansas City. Yeah, I love have issues this offseason. They're not going to be able to re-sign Tyreek, and they're going to sign AB. Well, they've got. They're just going to roll out Josh Gordon and Antonio Brown and be like, "Yeah, <laughs> yeah. see anybody, dude." <laughs> no way, dude. I'm saying this is it. This is. We've said this before, but this is actually this it. This is a fully defensive take by Russ here. He's trying to get ahead of this. I didn't Dude, know he this. He dropped is... a song, by the way. Antonio Brown dropped a song yesterday. Who's better, him or Love? What? Who's better, him or Love Bell? He is. A.B.? A, who is a better football player? No, a better rapper. Oh, I didn't fucking listen to it. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, way to, bur- way to bury the lead, dude. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure it's horrible. Dude, he dropped it in the back of in, in, in the back of what was that guy's name? D Boy Hard. Uh, Danny Danny Boy D-boy Money something. Danny Whatever. Boy something. And, and from the cameo that went viral again today of Antonio Brown, uh AB's still in the back of that guy's car, just hanging out in New York City. <laughs> Dude, that guy is a wild guy. He sounds like he sounds like DJ Khaled when he talks. I thought he was like trying to be DJ Khaled or something. And he's just oh the Uber driver. Yeah, yeah. Apparently he uh, we like do- just drives around famous people. We to rest. <laughs> well, he's part of just exclusively famous guy Uber. Well, whatever, dude. Fuck that. That AB will never play in the NFL ever again. I feel confident saying that. Unless he's signed by the Chiefs, I agree. I think there's several teams that would sign him. I can't think of another team. The Chiefs being one of them. I could totally see. Uh, The Chiefs would be very attracted to the alleged domestic violence that was. uh, (laughs) The Chiefs, too. I mean, like, it's just, I mean, I can't. The Chiefs love alleged domestic violence. That's That's your favorite. Yeah, if it wasn't on tape, I could totally see the Chiefs signing Antonio Brown. Even if it was on tape. No, dude, they, they, they got Kareem Hunt the hell out of town. Oh, that's a good point. In hindsight, that that didn't really hurt them that much. Uh, I would totally no. disagree. I would say the Chiefs were the clear Super Bowl favorite if Kareem Hunt that doesn't get suspended that year. That's true. I did forget about that year. After that, it didn't hurt him that much. His, I think his last game he played was that 54-51 game on Monday Night Football against the Rams. And they had that bye week. because It was like right before Thanksgiving that that video came out. Um, anyway, that's speaking of the Rams and violence. Ramsey D. Rap, two, huh? Are you gonna get? Are you? Are, are, I'm sorry. You go ahead. Well, you had two different players for the Rams punch guys yesterday. Jalen Ramsey punched a teammate, which shocker, right? The whole world is fucking surprised that Jalen Ramsey would punch a teammate, and then Odell Beckham Jr. Uh, punched a guy's asshole. <laughs> Which, dude, I don't know what the hell, what was OBJ doing there? Because, like, it wasn't anywhere near, like, trying to punch a ball out or, like, anything like that. I mean, that's, and, a, that's dude, a clear, you know, like, oh, I was trying to punch out the ball. But, I mean, <laughs> you were on the wrong – you were literally on the fan tail, dude. You are like, oh, yeah, I thought, this is where, I thought this is where we were mustering up. It's like, nah, dude, everybody's <laughs> And he just – Punch that guy's fucking asshole. He like he like windmilled that shit too. Like he brought that shit around. 
Dude, he did. It, it looked like a wrestling punch. It, it looked fake. It, it was like it was like a, it, it was, was like his like his like Mortal Kombat like finish him move. Yeah, it was. Uh, I don't even know. Yeah, no, it was like in the um, who is that in Smash Brothers? Is that Donkey Kong? Yeah, Donkey Kong can like wind up his punches and then save the energy, and then just punch through. Yeah, uh, yeah. I, I don't. I don't. The NFL was fucking high this week, dude. I have no idea. And, I, and what's nuts is like so much wild shit happened. Nobody's talking about any of it just because Antonio Brown really stole the show. Um, yeah. But yeah, Odell punched a guy in the asshole. Jalen punched his teammate. You know, just another Sunday, I guess. Um, Matt Stafford was just like punching linebackers in the. Right, right in the, in the chest with footballs. Yeah, um, Stafford's got an arm on him, dude. He's got... <laughs> Stafford, man. I mean, that's when this goes back to the whole like, look at the whole NFC landscape, and I don't trust the Rams worth the shit, dude. I was looking at some of the wild card matchups. I I don't trust the Rams to get out of the first round. I don't either. I've faded so far that. away from my. Rams, Ravens, Super Bowl take, and Stafford MVP take. I mean, I I, 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 I swallowed the red pill on week one way too quickly. Hey, man, you Rams got – you... I think the Rams are dangerous. I think the Rams are potentially dangerous. Obviously, Matt Stafford doesn't have, like, any playoff experience. But Bob Miller's only played there for a few weeks now. Each week, or at least this week, he's gotten a sack. I mean, once that defensive line completely comes together – I think they're pretty dangerous. Yeah, dude, the guy that Jalen Ramsey punched has more playoff experience than Matt Stafford does. Taylor yeah. Taylor Rapp has played in more playoff games than Stafford has. Yeah, which is two. Yeah, that's a good that, point. Uh, I didn't even think about like, yeah, Stafford's never been. This is the longest season in NFL history, but it's a really long season for Matt Stafford. Yeah, and uh, what is this? This is back-to-back weeks now of him throwing, like, three interceptions. And they've been bad interceptions, too. They're not like, oh, that that was unfortunate. Tip ball here and there. Receiver dropped something. No, they're just, like, directly to linebackers. Like, he's just not seeing shit the right way. Yeah, these weren't Trevor Lawrence interceptions. These were Jameis Winston interceptions. Yeah, I mean, do you want to transition? Do you want to transition to the Jags? Yeah, I have, yeah, a, question. Listen, um, I have a question for Beef about the Jags. And I'm yeah, like an obje- objective take, uh, somewhat at least. So it's been 16 weeks. We've, I mean, Trevor at the helm. Obviously, uh, there's been a lot of turmoil. Where are we sitting on Trevor right now? Are we feeling better or worse than we did? Right Trevor, dude, I, 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 listen, if you watch these games, and I've watched every painstaking fucking minute, Trevor is 1,000% not the problem. Like, we're, we're not doing him any favors. And if we don't get him some fucking help, we are going to turn him into Matt Stafford, which is my biggest fear, is to take the guy 101 and just never give him anything and be a perpetually bad franchise. But, I mean, even in this game, which the Patriots were one score away from delivering the franchise record loss in points, point differential to the Jags, um, Trevor threw some incredible balls. I mean, I saw moments where I'm like, there it is. Like, guys actually catch shit. But even again, like you have, like he threw two picks, right? One of them, Raquel Armstead, which losing James Robinson. I mean, our now, now the laundry list of needs for the Jags just grows longer because, you know, 
Etienne, Liz Frank, James Robinson, tears his Achilles. Um, but Raquel, Raquel Armstead goes to catch a pass, and like a volleyball player just bumps it up in the air for the next guy. I don't even know who the fucking um, – I think it was Jackson, the corner – or maybe the safety in fucking New England. Hey, we got we got absolutely thrashed. Um, but no, I'm not worried about Trevor. We just got to get him some fucking help. We have to open the wallet. The big movement right now, the most important thing, and if you guys have been paying attention on the Twitterverse at all, is uh, Jags fans are rallying. We have come together, and we have become uh, the clown movement. Are you guys privy to what's going on with the clown movement? I've heard. I did hear something about this. Yeah. So, uh, Shad Khan announced that he was going to retain our general manager, Trent Baalke, who is a fucking snake, and everywhere he's ever worked, he's been a problem. And he almost assuredly is the guy that was leaking things about Urban, like shit-talking him, which, fine, Urban needed to be fired. Um, but Trent Baalke famously cannot assess talent and demolishes franchises everywhere he goes. Multiple coaches have denied interviewing with Jacksonville because they don't want to work with Trent Baalke. Um, as a response, uh, as a plea from the fan base to our owner, Shot Khan, uh, Jaguars fans have changed their Twitter avatars to the picture of the of a clown with a con mustache. And that is now about like a few thousand deep. Like the Jags Twitter page has turned off their comments. No, they are not doing interviews because they are just getting flooded with clown photos. And the now report that made the fucking news here is that for the season ender, the Colts are coming here on Sunday and everyone in the city is going to the stadium dressed as a clown. Oh, um, that'll be hilarious. To get Shad to reconsider and to fire Trent Baalke. Dude, this is actually a huge game for the Jags this weekend. Or for Shad Khan just to sell the just to sell the team and sell it to a guy that like understands remotely how football works. Well, that's a, that's the biggest problem is Shad will never sell the team because even with as we've been abysmal for the past decade that he's been in charge, but we've grown in value, like we've tripled the value of the team. He, he's just printing money, no matter whether we win or lose, it doesn't matter. Bring back the, the Weavers. As little as Shad knows about football, I think he showed last offseason that he's willing to make some moves by getting Urban. Obviously, it turned out to be a horrible decision, but I wouldn't say that Shad's the biggest problem. The people who work for Shad are. That dude, Baldwin. Yeah, he keeps hiring the wrong guys. That's the problem. Yeah, um, get, get We're interviewing a bunch of guys right now, a bunch of coordinators. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I don't want to say that he's the problem, but I mean, like, if you're the one that's bringing in all the problems, I mean – What's the what's the saying? The fucking fish stinks from the head down. I mean, yeah, so, yeah. I, I right now I'm not I'm not sure who I want for our head coach. Uh, we interviewed so far Doug Peterson and Jim Caldwell. Um, I I, I pers- okay. Let me start with the coordinators. Actually, so there's a lot of talks of Byron Leftwich here. There's a lot of talks of Kellen Moore. Um, there's talks of bringing Nathaniel Hackett back in the fold, trying to snipe him from you guys in Green Bay. He did lead us to the AFC Championship with Blake Bortles. Um, That being said, I think Kellen Moore could be a great head coach. I don't want to touch Byron Leftwich personally. They also interviewed Todd Bowles, and I would probably kill myself if they hired Todd Bowles. Um, Jim Caldwell, I think, is a safe 
but boring pick. Um, I love Doug Peterson. I fucking everything that guy's about. I do. Uh, Russ, who just made a face, I fucking love Doug Peterson. Uh, I was making a face at the uh, Greedy Williams was leaving the game, and I was trying to figure out uh, he he didn't look he didn't he didn't have a limp or anything. I was wondering why Greedy Williams was leaving the game. That yeah, was so I also like Doug Peterson, but I'm not sure how he'll do with the uh, turmoil that currently is going on in Jacksonville because of Philadelphia when like crazy stuff started happening, he completely melted down. Well, from what I'm aware, and we talked about this on here, uh, Doug Peterson, it sounded like the organization was pushing him in a direction that he didn't like. And he walked into the office and was like, hey, motherfuckers, I'm the only guy that's ever done a good job here. So let me do my job or let me go. And they said, you're fired. Um, He does know how to put a roster together. He obviously, ballsiest play calls I've ever seen when they beat the Patriots in the Nick Foles Super Bowl. But he was also on that string of Super Bowl teams in Buffalo in the 90s. I mean, he knows how to put together guys to succeed, and he has done – he's been in the chair before. And that, honestly, that's the most important thing to me right now. Uh, nothing against – I think I, – I said it already. I think Kellen Moore is going to be a great head coach one day. But you can't bring in a guy – when we've taken this many steps, we're literally worse right now than we are last year. <laughs> yeah. And – you need a guy that can walk in. That's like, I know I already know how to do this job. Let me do it here. I don't need another guy like urban to walk in, learn the team, learn the job and fix it all at the same time. That, that can't happen. It ain't going to work. No, I, I totally I co-sign. Up, hmm? I would say I totally co-signed that Doug Peterson was part of that core group that Andy Reid had brought in that turned the chiefs from being an absolute clown show uh, the Chiefs went from being that team or the, the the big stat was like, oh, the Chiefs have gone like 400 days without a touchdown pass to a wide receiver to Andy yeah. Reid and Doug Peterson, oh, yeah, Dave, Dave Tobe, they, all those all those dudes come in and turn the Chiefs into a playoff team. They, they, I think they had one year and then ever since Andy Reid's first year, they went like three and 13. And then ever since then, they've made the playoffs. Yeah, I, I, I like I love I like Doug Peterson to come in and fix this. Um, I think they'll end up going with a safer pick, like a Jim Caldwell, which, again, I'm, I guess I could ask the things I'm asking for in Doug Peterson I could maybe get in Jim Caldwell. It's just not a sexy pick. Um, we just got out of a really bad breakup, and I think, you know, Doug Peterson is like going to another flashy bad boy and trying again. And Jim Caldwell is like, you know, you break up with a, a biker, breaks your heart, and you go find a guy at church. So, you know, the most important thing right now is fire Trent Baalke. I need that. I need that to happen yesterday. Um, but no, I'm not worried about Trevor at all. Oh, yeah. I'm not I mean, this team that we fielded out, uh, we have, I think, 22 players on the COVID list. I did not know half the guys on our defense. That's <laughs> I was like, who the fuck is that? I, I had no idea. That's wild. Um, where do you stand on – because I was thinking about this because it's it, it, it's frustrating for – Beef, I was talking to you earlier about it. it this, it's just – it's frustrating to watch because it's like they're not even remotely competing in games. Um, no. I showed you guys the picture of our picks from this last week, but it was like the biggest spread of the week was against the Jags. And for the first time this year, I'd finally just like been like, I'm not picking the Jags against the spread. I'm done picking the Jags against the spread. They're – <laughs> They're barely a football team. It's they were the first overall pick in the draft last year, 
and they've managed to get significantly worse this year. Last year's Jags team would have would 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 beat this team by double digits. Yeah, yeah. They're yeah, it's unfortunate to see because Jacksonville could be a phenomenal football town. I mean, if that that place was fucking lit when they went to the AFC Championship game, I mean, if they were good year in and year out, that city would be electric for every single game. Yeah, yeah. We have a good fan base, man. We really do. People shit on us, but I mean, listen. Get on anybody listening. Get on Twitter and just go over to your search bar on trending topics and type in Jaguars and just look at the clowns. We we know how to unify. The clown thing is, it's getting out of control. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> um, yeah, you guys want to uh, you guys want to hit, hit hit the bongos and then I think I've got. Uh, there's really there's not that many more games. We I mean we could honestly touch on a couple more games here really quick before. We get to a break. Just shooting from the hip. There's there's a lot of games that just really didn't matter. Oh, one other. You know what? Before we get to the break, one game that did not matter at all. Speaking of weird shit, that Eagles and Washington football team game. Um, do you see the Jalen? Well, the Hurts? biggest thing from that game happened after. Yeah, the, the Jalen Hurts thing in the stands. Yeah, that, yeah, that was wild. What? That stadium is what? literally falling apart. Yeah, That's the shittiest stadium on the planet. Can we? Yeah, can anybody we, that didn't see it. Fans were leaning over in Washington, Eagles fans, uh, as Jalen was walking to the tunnel to, like, wave to him and high-five him. And the fucking metal support structure just completely gives out. And, like, five guys damn near crush Jalen Hurts. Uh, And not a sack of burgers. People. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, they need to put some money into fixing that place up. Dan Snyder needs to fucking get on that. Yeah, Ral John is an absolute piece of shit, for sure. They've literally leaked did shit you, on fans did, multiple times. Did you guys see? Did you guys see that one Eagles fan though? That was like, I thought I actually thought it was a player at first. I thought it was like Quez Watkins over there, like standing next to to Jalen Hurts, like full helmet and shoulder pads and everything. Yeah, that was hilarious. That dude was ready to get called in. I mean, that dude was ready to go. He was that guy's being dude, Philly. This is what, what I fucking times. love about Philly fans is that that all happened, and their immediately re- their immediate response was everybody just gets up and just starts like high fiving Jalen Hurts and is just like taking selfies with him and shit. And Jalen Hurts is like acting like nothing happened. He's like signing autographs and taking pictures. Yeah, yeah. Also, that guy in the full helmet and shoulder pads was not a kid. That was a full. Yeah, full that's adult. that's what I'm saying. It was a, it was a. I, I literally thought it was an Eagles player. Like it was a grown ass adult. Yeah. Yeah, Eagles fans are Eagles fans are fucking crazy, man. I would love to go to I'm at some point in my life I'm gonna go to an Eagles game in Philadelphia. I'm I'm good on that. If I was gonna go to a game in Philly, I'd I'd probably go to the Army Navy game before that. I know that's a that's a dumb soft take, but I that's how I feel. Yeah, that's a pretty soft take. I I'd, I'd probably go to, rather go to the Eagles game. I think I'd like to go to a Phillies game. Yeah, they have Lincoln Financial Field, I think it's is that what it's called? I might be wrong. Yeah, the link. No, the link is the link is the Eagles Stadium. Oh yeah, so fuck. What's the name? Citizens Bank. Citizens Bank Park. Yeah, phenomenal stadium. That that bell that rings. I think at a Phillies game, you get the the tenacity of the Eagles fans, but they're a little less violent because they're just drunk watching baseball. So it's a little more. It's like the diet version, you know. Like you you make it out Mm -hmm. without getting in a fight. But you also have a really good time. Another great Philly sporting event. It's a hypothetical situation, but 
if Ben Simmons comes back at all, being at that arena when he comes back with those fans, they're going to boo the shit oh out of him. Oh, my God. He will not come back. He can't. He needs to be in witness protection. Yeah. Yeah, dude, actually, yeah. now that I think about it, yeah, give me a Sixers playoff game over over everything. Sixers playoff uh, game where Ben Simmons is underperforming. Oh, yeah, dude. <laughs> Absolutely. Or so yeah, ben, just a Sixers playoff game. Yeah, just any. Yeah, just give me, give me game, game two in the first round. Any Sixers playoff game. But that, that's also that's also a freezing cold take by me because, um, in the sense that it's like I guess like room temperature. Just because I love watching basketball live over football any any day. That's a terrible take. That's not a dude. That's not a terrible take, dude. NBA games are electric. I'm not arguing that NBA games are electric, but like going to a pack game, that's like, yeah, because you're a Packers fan. You know what? We're gonna have to we're, we'll have to debate this a little bit uh, over the over the break, but in fact, let's go ahead and put a pin on this, take a pause, and we'll we'll get we'll get into this debate on the other side. All right, Pat. While you ch- while you sit there and you uh, chew on your French dip, um, I did. I, I want to get. Do you have wanna, Oh yeah, big God, time. God bless you. Hell yeah, God bless you. Hell yeah. Um. So yeah, this whole this whole but idea. Nothing better to settle your stomach when you're feeling under the weather than a French dip sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Also, nothing better when when you're incredibly high than a, a delicious deli meat sandwich dipped in delicious sauce. Yeah, that probably would be good, but I'm not, I don't normally do that. Yeah, allegedly. Um, but anyway, watching and th- this might be this week's poll poll question is what's the best sport to watch live? Because I was talking, I, this debate got brought up uh, at the Veterans Center a couple weeks ago, and we were just talking about like specific sporting events. Like, would you rather watch the Super Bowl or like uh, a World Series game or whatever? My personal take, and I think Pat, you'll you'll agree with this too. Beef, you're gonna you're gonna piss on this. Sunday at the Masters is the was the would be the best possible sporting event to watch ever. Uh, can, I spit, can I pick a specific game that has happened that I would have loved to be at? N- no. Oh. I I do want to hear what you have to say, but for the, for this argument, no. I'm, I'm saying say, wait, just to, just to clarify, you would rather watch the Masters live? You you're talking about being in attendance. Being in attendance, like yeah, for you would rather be at the Masters than be at the Super Bowl. Correct. G- given I- given that, like, if the Chiefs aren't in, if it's if it's if it's just a neutral, like, whatever, like two teams that I don't give a shit about in the Super Bowl. Yes, I'd rather be at yeah. Well, golf always neutral because there aren't even fucking teams because it's barely a sport. You'd rather stand around outside on the grass than be at the fucking Super Bowl. Are you out of your fucking mind? No, I, that's I, I, Pat. Pat, where are you at with this? It's the, it's. The I would fucking, rather. I would rather go to. I, I I would rather go to the Special Olympics. Than the Super Bowl. Than the fucking Masters. Yeah, because that's because you don't like golf. <laughs> I would. Yeah, dude. I would definitely <laughs> like to be at a Sunday. At Augusta, that'd be awesome. I've also never been to a golf tournament before for like the actual plane, so I've never experienced that before. But I'm also not sure. Like, I'd rather be at like a game seven of a one series is probably my number one. Yeah, that's another one too. That's probably my, that's definitely in my Mount Rushmore. 
Yeah. Insert insert game seven of any series. Yeah. NBA Finals game seven um, would be unbelievable. Yeah. World Series game seven. Yeah. Unbelievable. Super Bowl. Obviously, Super Bowl is fucking number two. I'm not saying I wouldn't want to go. Super Bowl is number two. But number one, yes, I'd rather be Sunday at the Masters. Ironically, I think I am going to TPC this year. Nick Nick has made a strong case for why I should go with him to the TPC. It's incredibly fun. I went to I went to a I went to uh, Sawgrass. Uh, it was a Friday, and that was one of the best times I've ever had at a live sporting event. And that well, was just, you told me that we're not going to watch golf; we're just going to get hammered. So, yeah, that's part of that's what a you do. Strong argument. Except you can just go piss on a tree, and there's or there's porta potties everywhere. There's not like you're restricted to your seat, and like there's like other people that you may or may not care for all around you. You just kind of yeah, do whatever the hell you, you want. Go all walk everywhere in the Florida heat. That's cool. Yeah, but they but they play they play sawgrass in like March, so it's not like crazy hot. Bro, it's cra- it's crazy hot here right now. I did see. Uh, yeah, it's really like some warm weather right now. It's like six degrees here, dude. It was like eighty-five degrees today. <laughs> That'd be incredible. I'd no longer be sick if I said that. I guarantee it. Yeah. Um, but back to the original discussion. Um, yes, neutral neutral teams. Pat, your argument was I'd rather go to a Pat game at Lambeau. Yes, this argument does not involve that. This is two neutral teams. I've been to I've been to plenty of NFL games where the Chiefs are not involved, and I've been to plenty of NBA games where which I don't have an NBA team. I'm just a big fan of the NBA. Um, yes, NBA sure, games. I take an NBA game over an NFL game any day. If I flew if into NBA, if you wear like a jersey or. Do you wear anything that involves no, I just, game? I, no, I'd, I'd probably just wear whatever I had on. If I would just, <laughs> you don't do the Rob Lowe thing and just wear a shirt or a hat. That just that's that's th- I'm more likely to do something like that. Yes, um, but yeah, let's let's just say here's the hypo, here's the hypothetical. It's I fly into I don't know fucking Atlanta. Let's say I fly into Atlanta and there's a, there's a Falcons game and a Hawks game. And when I land in Atlanta, they're like, hey, you can go watch the Falcons versus the fucking the Saints or something like that, or you can watch the Hawks versus the the Sixers. I don't I don't know. Insert team. Yeah, I'm going. To, I'm going to go to the Hawks game. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. like you over an NFL game. Yes, absolutely. I would not do that. Yeah, no, no. I would definitely rather go to go see the fucking new field in Atlanta. Same with there. same with. I'll, I'll say this: like I with the Cyclones. You know, I have the see. I have season tickets to to the Cyclones. I've been to almost all the Cyclones basketball games and football games this year. I enjoy the basketball games way more than, than, than the football games. I'd rather go to a baseball game than a basketball game. Me too. Jumbo shrimp games are also lit, though. Yeah. I, oh, that's another one. I'd rather go to a jumbo shrimp game. I would say any golf. I would say that I would rather go to a jumbo shrimp game than most MLB most MLB parks. If you told me. Hey, here's a ticket to the Masters, and you're guaranteed to shake Tiger Woods' hand. Or here's a ticket to a Jumbo Shrimp game. You're being no you're stop. You're being fucking ridiculous and you're guaranteed now. No, no, you're doing a bit. This is a horrible thing. I'm throwing a fucking flag on this. This is dumb beef. You're not. You're, this is a bit. I'm on my fucking life. I am not kidding you. I would rather go to the Jumbo Shrimp game and drink two dollar beers than pretend I give a fuck about golf. And shake Tiger Woods' hand. Dude, if I shook Tiger fucking... Woods' hand, I would what? If I shook Tiger Woods' hand, I'd probably pass out. <laughs> yeah, I don't care. I, honestly, dude, I might snub him. <laughs> 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 I, might, I might just 
hand in the this pocket. This is a wild take. I don't know if I... I don't give a fuck. Real. I don't give a fuck. He's just a dude to me. He plays a sport that I don't care about. Put me in the baseball game. Put me in the minor league baseball game. That's where I belong. I know my place. <laughs> um, so... I love this conversation. I do want to touch on a couple a couple other uh, football games though while we got while we got the time. Um, I'll just go, let's go ahead and talk about the Chiefs game real quick. The Packers. I feel like with the Packers, there's really not much to talk about. It, it almost wasn't even a football game. Yeah, we absolutely racked them. It was a good chance. I I, I, I literally I didn't I didn't even watch the game because I was just like I I just I bet the Packers against the spread and I didn't even watch it. It was the most confident bet I've ever made in my life. Yeah, I was a little disappointed they scored, but other than that, it was a great game. Um, but yeah, Chiefs Bengals. It it really was a fun game to watch. It it really was. I wasn't. I'm not. I'm not really upset with how the Chiefs played. I'm really upset about how piss poor officiating it was on both sides. I'm not sitting here crying about the refs because the Chiefs got some calls too. Hand up. I I can fully fucking recognize that and be objective about that. With that being said, though, the Bengals caught a lot of fucking breaks from the refs. There was a lot of big-time plays that the Chiefs made that were negated by penalties, and there was a lot of yards that were given up down the field, very, like, 2017 AFC Championship game-esque penalties of, like, the game plan of the Bengals is just, like, let's just chuck the ball 40 yards down the field, and either Jamar Chase is going to moss Fulton – or, sorry, Rashad Fenton, or there's going to be a penalty. It was a great game. I mean, that literally – did you see the interview with Joe Burrow after? I know that he said something like that, but like that's that, that they is, literally said that. Yeah. They literally said that. They were like, "What were you thinking on I on some specific play?" He goes, "Yeah, you know, it was one of those scenarios. I just thought to myself, fuk it, Jamar's down there somewhere,' and I just chucked it." Yeah, that's literally all they had to do. <laughs> Jamar Chase, um, like this was his, like it. If it if it was a, it was if, if there was a question about it. Going into this week, Jamar Chase is the offensive rookie of the year, and it's not close. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought the, the people saying that they should give it to Mac Jones; those people should be shot in the street. Well, a few weeks ago, there was an argument to, to be made. Mac Jones is playing very well. He's been kind of playing like shit the last few weeks. He's not having to do anything. But then they had him do more. They kind of took the handcuff handcuffs off a little bit, and he he was still performing, still producing really well, making good decisions. Now he's not those same – what was good decisions are now turning into turnovers, and he's not pushing the ball down the field. Anyway, Jamar Chase is the – By the way, yeah, Jamar Chase is definitely Offensive Rookie of the Year. I mean, that's a no-brainer. Yeah, Joe Burrow, I know the hot the hot thing in the street right now is like, oh, who would you rather start a franchise with, Justin, Bur- Justin Herbert or, or Joe Burrow? And it's like right now, yeah, after what we've seen the last two weeks of Joe Burrow, yeah, but like – I mean, Justin Herbert's still fucking Justin yeah, Herbert. Yeah, probably go Justin Herbert. I think I'd rather have Justin Herbert still. Yeah. Yeah, that's a dumb argument. That's, I mean, they're both very fucking. I'm just good. excited to watch the two of them moving yeah, forward. Oh, totally. Yeah, it's it's going to be great. Yeah. Um, you know, we're talking about this as Big Ben's playing likely his last game at Heinz Field and everything. So we're seeing all the the turnover right now. It's I mean, funny. Let's get right into that. Is this actually? I have this terrible feeling in my gut that this isn't it for Big Ben, and we're just going to watch him slowly, painfully, just just walk. He should walk away, but I, I have a bad feeling. Are you watching this game? He looks horrible. Yeah, he I'm not watching him. this game. He's looked horrible every week, man. He's not good anymore. 
We've, we've mentioned multiple movie. times. It's a hack joke at this point to say that he's a dog that's too old. Yeah, you just you feel bad. It's 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 pathetic. I don't want to feel bad for Big Ben. I don't fucking like him. Yeah, I mean he's not a good guy. It's hard. It's hard to like no. him. <laughs> Um, I do want to say though, so we we shit on Big Ben nonstop because in in the time that the three of us have known each other, Big Ben's been bad. But like, I mean, I just want to take like thirty seconds to a minute and like give Big Ben his flowers. Big Ben, obviously, first ballot Hall of Famer, crazy fucking good, top ten in yes. like every single quarterback stat yeah. that, that that there is. And I think one thing that like. So Big Ben's very cringeworthy personality, and I'm not I'm, – I'm talking strictly on the field shit. Big Ben was, like, one of the funnest fucking dudes to watch ever growing up. The dude was a fucking baller. Like, made every single play, was diving around, fucking shaking dudes off. Like, the dude was very good for a long fucking time. So, it's – Yeah, he's clearly washed now, though. Uh, oh, yeah, obviously. No. He's, a, he's a hard time – he's a hard guy to give praise to because – it feels like he's always praising himself. You know what I mean? Yeah. It, it's just, it, I'm just so over it, man. But yeah, credit where credit's due. Obviously, first ballot Hall of Famer. Um, won a Super Bowl as a rookie. Won. He's got how many rings? He got two. He's got two. His his other Super Bowl was John Madden's last game that he ever called. Which holy shit! How do we bury the lead on that? I'm glad that I'm glad that we Hall of Famer. Hand up! I thought John Madden was dead already. Oh no! Have you guys watched the uh, the All Madden doc yet? No, but they've been advertising the documentary since before he died. Like we yeah. were sitting around, me and a couple buddies, a few weeks ago watching football, and they were talking about the documentary. And somebody goes, "Is John Madden dead?" I was like, "Well, yeah, of course they're making the documentary." And then he died. It's <laughs> like, oh, I thought he was fucking dead already. Oh no, he's just been away from foot. He's just yeah, he's just been like away from foot. Because like you remember a couple weeks ago when uh, Michigan and Ohio State played. There was like a buzz around. He he had texted John John Harbaugh saying that like that was the best offensive line performance I've I've ever seen, or whatever against Ohio State. Do you remember? Do you remember? Do you yeah. remember hearing about that? I do now that you mention it. Yeah, I would say the offensive line performance against um, Georgia the next game was horrible. Oh yeah, totally. Oh, dude, the college football playoff as a whole yeah, was was just anyway. Let's reel all of this back in. Uh, and I went wrapping up with the Chiefs and the Bengals game. So I was pretty happy with how the Chiefs played overall. Obviously, I'm pretty ass hurt because they controlled their own destiny for the number one seed. Now we're relying on the Texans to beat the Titans next week, which could happen. The Texans have already beaten the Titans in Nashville. So it could happen. Is, is Derrick Henry coming back for the playoffs? Yes. No, I'm not buying oh, into that at all. I don't believe that. Why would he not? If if there's even a, a, a even a fathomable reason why he would, why wouldn't he come back? Okay, will he be on the field? Maybe. I there's no way he's fucking ready to go. There's no way. What did it, what was his injury? Bad. Wasn't it a foot? It was a foot injury, right? Yeah. And he's a running back. I would imagine a foot injury probably hurts quite a bit. <laughs> yeah, dude. <laughs> no, Beef, I definitely see where you're coming from, and I hope you're right, because if Derrick Henry were to come back and just be like 90% of what he was, that's scary to think. But the Titans no have been chance. able to do this. No fucking chance. Ross, what do you, who do you think the scariest team in the AFC is? The Bengals? Yeah. 
<laughs> the Bengals, that, dude. The, the the Bengals offense is fucking crazy good, dude. The, the Bengals defense is not good, and it's it's scary to think of what the Bengals could be if they if they can develop an offensive line over the next couple of years. It is scary to think of what the Bengals could be like in the next decade. I'm not gonna overreact too much about the Bengals. There's been a lot of overreaction about the Bengals. I think they're just a fine team. I mean, we played them this year. They're just a fine team. I wouldn't be scared so, about them at all. So here's the thing. So to, to get back to your question, though, the any team, there, there is no team in the AFC that's, that really scares me coming into Arrowhead in the playoffs and winning. But now that it's likely that we have to go on the road, a Derrick Henry, a, a Derrick Henry coming back Titans team, that scares me going to Nashville. The Titans beat the Chiefs 27 to three. That was like the all time low of the season right there was that game. It was that was the last Chiefs loss that they had. And I was kind of already writing my own narrative in my head about how when the Chiefs won the Super Bowl a couple years ago, their last loss of the year was to the Titans that year. (laughs) And I was thinking, like, oh, that'd be fucking sick if, like, you know, we went and made a run in the playoffs and won it all again this year. And it was like, oh, yeah, that's all we have to do. We have to lose to the Titans in the regular season, and then we win the Super Bowl. So the Titans scare me. And then other than that, I mean, honestly, the Bengals fucking scare me in the playoffs. After seeing what I just saw and seeing the way that Jamar Chase just did whatever the fuck he wanted to, that makes me nervous. Uh, the only other team I would say is the Bills, if if Josh Allen is really hot, but I, the Bills have just seem – they're just so yeah. – I'm sticking with this whole they're, – they're just one-dimensional. Yeah, Bills lost to the Jags. Bengals uh, almost or should have lost to the Jags, so just figured I'd throw that in there. Yeah. Um, I don't ever know real that the Bills are one-dimensional. I'm pretty sure Devin Singletary ran for like 120 yards yesterday. Oh yeah, on the on that 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 stout Falcons front seven. <laughs> a lot of potential up down there in Atlanta. A lot of potential. Um, also, at this point, I mean, I think we mentioned this last time we potted. Fucking uh, Saquon Barkley is just terrible. Yeah, oh, dude, yeah, I didn't even have any notes on on the Bears and the. The only note, the only thing I could, I could even possibly think of on the the Bears and the Giants game is just Joe Judge is a fucking clown. Yeah, he is a total. I clown. bet he keeps his job. No way. Okay, real quick because I, I have like literally two minutes. Um, who's the next? Who's the next guy to get fired? Because by the next time we pod, guys might be fired. Mm, Vic Fangio's definitely up there. Um, it's Matt Nagy. Kevin's it's it's got to be Matt Nagy, he's, right? They already said Matt Nagy's staying through the end of the year, so he's got I mean, we'll <clears throat> right end of the year. But next time we record, the regular season will be over for non-playoff teams. I mean, it has to be Matt Nagy. Kevin Stefanski. No what? way! No way, dude. He was dude. He, he was, just got coach of the year last year. Yeah, I mean, this team has been absolute garbage. So this team's terrible. Yeah, yeah I'm because, not, I'm, not no, yet, dude. No. Uh, yeah, I'm disregard. I'm, disregard. Yeah. Dude, when I watched them close to up in person at the pack game, I was like, "This is one of the worst football teams I've ever seen in my life." Yeah, dude, what are you talking about? That game, that game came down to that game came down to the final minutes. Yeah, we we didn't play a great game, but they were just not good. Their offense is putrid. And yeah, but you're not firing the same reason that they're not going to move on from Baker. The same reason they're not going to fire Stefanski. The Browns have never been fucking good, and now they've got a team that. Has been and could be good again. Nobody's fucking leaving town in Cleveland, especially Baker. You don't think Baker's yeah. down in Cleveland? I think Baker. If we're doing a dead pool right now, I'm putting the house on Matt Nagy. Is first in line to be fired. 
Matt Nagy's definitely done. If I have to, know. if I have to pick somebody that's not Matt Nagy, because if, if if we're if, if we're drafting right now and you're taking Matt Nagy and I and I have to take somebody else, I'd probably go Vic Fangio. Really? Yeah, Vic Fangio. What about Matt Rule? Matt Rule's got to be. Oh yeah, because Dave Temper came out and basically said, "I don't like Matt Rule." <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he's very he was very vocal about they how fired, he doesn't like. They that fired one. Joe Brady early, so they're ready to rip. Mm, how would you um, feel about Joe? Joe Judge, how would you feel about Joe Brady coming in to to Jacksonville? No, I need a guy that's been in the chair. Yeah, I get it. Yeah, I get or it. at least I think could has been in the league long enough. Listen, if you're gonna give me a coordinator, I. I don't hate Nathaniel Hackett. I saw he's been here before. Um, anyway, yeah, I don't, I don't want, want to leave. I know you don't. Neither does Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. Aaron Rodgers is very vocal about that. If Hackett's gone, that could be a problem, I would say. Yeah. Pat. Um, but, yeah, no, I think Nagy. Oh, okay. Dark Horse. What about Pete Carroll? No, dude. Pete Carroll's not good. Pete Carroll's not good. No, no, no! I'm not saying for the Jags. I'm saying oh. next to be fired. Oh, that was a weird transition. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, Pete no, Carroll's. Carroll's going anywhere. I don't think he'll be the next coach to get fired, but I don't think I, I'm. I'm kind of with you, Beef. That's actually a good point. I don't think Pete Carroll is the head coach of the Seahawks next year. Really? I think Pete Carroll's still there. Russ is not. No. I, I, in my, in my way, gut, right? it feels more likely that Russ leaves than Pete Carroll. Yeah, yeah. And here's the beauty of this: we're gonna have we got a lot of off, we're gonna have a lot of off season pods to to talk about this stuff too. Um, That's true. But yeah, the only I'm trying to think the only other game that I even had notes on um, was that Colts that Colts and Raiders game only because pretty big. It, it was it it felt like a playoff game almost like when I was watching it. I was having like weird vibes of like it felt like a like a Saturday afternoon play- playoff game because there was Those two teams are the same team to me. I'm glad you said that because I mean it, it really did feel like it. Other than, I mean, I would take Derek Carr in a heartbeat over over Carson Wentz. Yeah, of course. <laughs> um, also, Derek Carr get a haircut. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he looks way Jeez, better. Yeah, I don't know what's he going looks on. fucking ridiculous. Yeah, I don't know what he's doing. Yeah, get um, a haircut. I'm rooting hard as fuck right now for the Raiders to beat the Chargers next week because I'm pretty sure if the Raiders beat the Chargers next week, they will get the seventh seed. And if the if the Chiefs play the Raiders in the first round, we're going to drop a 50-burger on them. Yeah. If the Jags win against the Colts, then apparently there's like two teams that are in if they both tie. And they're playing each other. I saw it on Twitter. I mean, this is something I probably should have. Yeah, saved, the Steelers, but. the Steelers tonight are one of them. And I was thinking about like, what are like, what's like, what's like the funniest playoff scenario? And that is like, if the Steelers win tonight and next week, and and if the if the Jags beat the Colts, and the the Chargers and the Raiders tie, and the Chargers and the Raiders would both get into the playoffs, and the Steelers would have to just sit there and just like cry. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that'd be very funny if that happened. Or it'd be really funny if the if the Steelers lost either tonight if they blew this ten point lead going into the second half and won next week or sorry hypothetically the Steelers just lose one of their next two games and then watch the watch the Jags beat the Colts and it's like okay if you could have just won your last two games you would have gotten into the playoffs 
they're not going to get home field though because the the Bengals already are the division champs. Yes, the Colts have to win to get in, right? Um, I don't. I don't know. That's going to be. I, I have to really like look into that. All, all the different scenarios. I think they need to win, or the Titans need to lose. If the Titans lose, that would be phenomenal because the Chiefs play the Broncos. I, I don't. I think the spread when I looked at, I think the Chiefs are like double digit favorites on the Broncos next week. Well, you got to be really broken up about that. I am, dude. I want to. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's the real reason. That's the real reason we're not doing picks tonight, everyone, is because Russ doesn't want to admit that he was going to pick the Broncos. That's no, dude. No, I think the Chiefs. I think the Chiefs definitely take care of business against the Broncos, especially if there's like seating like that is on is yeah, on the line. The Chiefs. Yeah, I've heard the speech before. The Chiefs take care of business with the Broncos cover. Yeah, one hundred percent. I was really fucking hoping that the Titans would lose to the Dolphins this last week. And the Chiefs could beat the Bengals, and then we're sitting in the same chair as the Packers and just resting players and whatever, whatever. Rodgers wants to play, though. I think this might be the Aaron Rodgers fuck you tour. Dude, why why would Rodgers play in that game? Because he's a competitor. That's he wants to win MVP really bad. He's he's gonna win MVP even if he doesn't play. If Jonathan Taylor goes off, right? no. he's not going to win MVP. No, They're Jonathan Taylor, the only way for a running back to win MVP, you have to like consistently dominate. And there's been stretches of the season where Taylor has not been like that dude. Like Derrick Henry. Yeah, Derrick Henry rushed for 2,000 yards last year and didn't get it. Yeah, Derrick Henry should have probably won it over Rodgers last year. If if yeah. he if he didn't get it last year, then Rodgers is just going to get it again this year. The only reason I could see him not getting it is because the NFL hates Rodgers. Does the the NFL doesn't isn't it an AP thing though? It's not a it's not a NFL doesn't vote on that at all. It's like a, it's like a, the, the writers all vote on that. I'm sure Goodell has his hands in there somewhere. Yeah. Well, no, because Goodell doesn't have his hands in anywhere. It's the owners all have their hands in Roger Goodell. And he seems to enjoy it quite a lot. <laughs> yeah, Roger Goodell is very anti football. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Gruden. Oh, yeah. Oh, I to- I'm so glad that you brought that up, Caleb. Shout out, Caleb. I know. I know you're still you're still listening to this. Um, Caleb uh, sent me a screenshot of him like wanting to put in a. Uh, it was a, a couple months ago, putting in a bet for John Gruden like plus like 100,000 odds for Coach of the Year. <laughs> he like had it. He like had it pulled up on DraftKings and everything, dude. I was pissing myself. Holy shit! Sorry, pussing myself. Um. Boys, I got to uh, I got to jump off here. I got a, a long one tomorrow. No, this is good timing. I'm going to edit this up. Yeah. Yeah. Once again, everybody. Hey, happy New Year! First of all, everybody. I hope everybody enjoys the yeah, new. Happy album. season two of the PBR Sports Pod. Well, season three, two and a half. What are we calling this? Yeah. Whatever. It's, yeah. Whatever. <clears throat> well, we still got one more regular season. God, this feels so fucking weird that there's still one more week. I'm kind of the more I think about this, Pat. I'm, I think I'm kind of with you in that, like it feels no. like next week should be like wild card weekend. No, no, no. Also, I hold your I, ground. Well, no, hold, hold, I know no one cares about my fantasy team, but the reason I lost this week in the playoffs was because I started Dalvin Cook against the back instead of started AJ Dillon. Yeah, cry me a river, dude. Absolutely. I played against Jamar Chase. I had no chance. And Joe Burrow. Yeah, yeah, that is tough. 
Yeah, shout out. I know neither one of them listen because they're geezers that have no idea what a podcast is. But my mom and JD as the uh, the championship championship game. Yeah, what an miss the playoffs. I'm I'm actually still asked about that. <laughs> <laughs> At one point in the season, I was seven and two. And I was like in second place in the league. And I was like, oh my God, this is finally my fucking year. And then I rattled off six straight losses. Bro, who are you telling? I was 10 and 0. Were you really? Holy shit. I think. I maybe 9 0. I'm pissed. Yeah, fantasy's, fantasy's fucking stupid. Also, shout out Caleb, all time uh, draft draft announcement order. Almost, almost Andy Reid. Telling us the our, our draft order on, on cameo was electric. Yeah, well, your mom's gonna get to decide it next year, so we'll see if it's better. We've had back to back good years of it, Pat. You weren't here two years ago, but we we did a a uh, Alex Alex organized. Uh, it was a random like race like 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 racetrack for horses in Albuquerque. Oh New yeah, Mexico. he picked a horse for each of us. That was cool. Oh shit! In Al- in Albuquerque, New Mexico. <laughs> Let's go. So I found out the only legal online sports gambling you can do in Wisconsin is betting horses. I'm thinking about getting into it. Dude, why don't That's you just like make a make like a like a pilgrimage down to down to Illinois like once a month and just go put all your bets I'm, in? Yeah, I'm gonna do that before um, the baseball season starts. We're putting a shit ton of futures. Yeah. But yeah, we'll we'll, yeah. Go, we'll go we'll go ahead and call it quits here, Beefy. I know you you got to hop off, Pat. I do want to talk to you for a minute yeah. afterwards, though. Hey, happy New Year's, everybody. Hope you enjoy the new album artwork. Good night, good morning, yeah. whatever. Peace. It's the PBR Sports Podcast.